Before anything else, preparation is the key to success. It's by Alexander Graham Bell. Now in today's Walking for Health and Fitness podcast, episode number one, I will discuss preparations you can do to make getting out the door and walking a well-organized routine that puts you in the right frame of mind to have an awesome walk. And you'll learn about the seemingly odd items I carry with me on my walk. This will make perfect sense in a few moments. Now, how many times have you been excited to do something? Whether it's a big project or you had a burst of inspiration you wanted to act on, only to be sidetracked and ultimately derailed as you hunted high and low for the necessary items you needed to go forward with your task. Now, exercising is no different than any other activity you may undertake. You're excited to begin getting back into shape. You want to take advantage of the beautiful day and get out for a walk. Then it happens. You can't find your sneakers. Your best socks are in the wash machine. You put your pants and shirt on and they don't match and you feel a little self-conscious about that. Then you're undecided about what jacket to wear. Yes, it's sunny outside, but that breeze is making you feel much cooler than you thought it was and now you're not sure whether to wear the heavier jacket. But you know it's bulky and it doesn't look as good on you as the light jacket. So should you wear a heavier sweatshirt underneath the light jacket? Then you can't find the sunscreen you purchased two weeks ago. And when you finally get out on the road, you realize you left your earbuds at home and now you can't listen to your favorite podcast. Now that may be an exaggeration, but if even one of those things comes into play for me, it gets my walk off on the wrong foot, no pun intended. Your walking time is a great time to get into your thoughts and discover things about yourself you might not have considered before. Walking is great for problem solving, being creative, and slowing yourself down in this hectic world. Make your walking time special by being prepared and know what you want to get out of each walk. So during this episode, keep the opening quote in mind throughout. Before anything else, preparation is the key to success. So let's go over what you can do to get out the door quickly, well-prepared, and in your best frame of mind. Caution, the information contained in this podcast may cause you to feel better than you have ever felt in your entire life. Symptoms include a broader smile, happier disposition, brighter outlook on life, and a general feeling of bliss. Proceed with wild abandon. Hello, I'm Frank Rank, the author of the Amazon bestseller, Walking for Health and Fitness, The Easiest Way to Get in Shape and Stay in Shape. I discovered the healing power of walking after a severe back injury put me out of work for four months and literally left me on my back trying to relieve the pain and heal. Through my books, website, YouTube videos, walking programs, and now this podcast, it's my mission to help others achieve a healthy, balanced lifestyle one step at a time through walking. Join me each episode as I discuss the physical and emotional benefits of walking along with information about fitness, mindset, nutrition, wellness, and more. So join me each week as I encourage you to walk on. Today's main topic is getting out the door. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step is a common saying that originated from a Chinese proverb. And that feels like a great start point for this first podcast and your walking journey. But before you can take that first step outdoors, there are a few steps you should take in preparing to get out the door. Let's break down the how and why of doing a little prep work with these 10 quick steps to take before your next walk. Now, number one, prepare your walking gear beforehand. 
Now, here's my number one strategy to get out the door and walk more, and that is to develop a get-out-the-door routine that takes away the guesswork on what to wear and carry with you on your walks. Being organized and prepared makes getting out the door easy. There is nothing more frustrating than waiting than wanting to get out the door only to hunt around for your sneakers, your pants, your shirt, jacket, or in question what to wear for the weather conditions. Next thing you know, it's half hour later, you're still not out the door and you're frustrated and your motivation to exercise is gone. Or you finally get out the door and discover that you left your earbuds at home. Now you can't listen to the last chapter of that audio book you started last week. Number two, have a place for your walking gear. Keep all your walking gear in a central location. If you have everything within arm's reach, you'll greatly reduce the effort it takes to get out the door and walking. Your motivation will remain high and you'll have a clearer mindset as you take those first steps. Now, I have a place in my home where I keep my walking gear, my sneakers, my hip pack or waist pack, um, my water bottle, and my other walking gear. Number three, this leads to the mindset considerations before you even get out the door. Now, while you're getting your clothes on and preparing to get out the door, give a thought to what you want to accomplish on your walk. Going out on a walk will give you so much free time to let your mind wander and explore your deepest thoughts. So some mindset considerations for yourself. You can ask yourself, you know, what do I want to get out of this walk, okay? Are you walking for fitness, which is great. Uh, that would include body weight exercises that you're going to do along the way if you do that. Do you want to walk to clear your mind, okay? What steps will you take when you're out there that'll help you do that? You want to reduce your stress. Uh, you're looking for a sense of adventure, you know, walking in a different location. Are you walking so that you can listen to an audiobook or podcast? Are you walking so you, that you can get into your own deep thoughts, okay? So when you know what you want to accomplish when you're out on the road, it makes you that much more motivated to keep organized and then to get your walk off on that right foot. So before you even get out the door, give a consideration of what you want to accomplish when you get out on the road. And number four, weather considerations before you walk. Walking can be done in just about any weather conditions as long as you are prepared and properly dressed. Now, there's a certain kind of satisfaction when I've completed a walk in less than ideal weather conditions, but you must take precautions. Now, in hot weather, you must know the real feel, and in cold weather, you must know the wind chill. When walking in hot weather, know the heat index, which is the combined effects of the temperature and the humidity of the air. For example, if the temperature outside reads 84 degrees, you may think that's not too warm to walk in, but if the relative humidity is 85%, then the heat index will read 96 degrees. Now, this could lead to some pretty serious consequences if you're not prepared for this much warmer real field temperature. By knowing the real field, you may carry more water with you, wear a hat to protect your head from the effects of the sun. Now, walking in cold weather, wind and cold together make up the wind chill. Know the air temperature and the wind chill index before going out to walk. Now, the key when you walk in cold weather is to dress as if it's 10 degrees warmer than the wind chill temperature. That 10 degree difference will be made up for with your body heat. Now, 32 degree weather with a 10 mile per hour wind speed will make it feel like 23 degrees. So you should dress as if it's 33, deg 33 degrees, which is 10 degrees warmer than the wind chill. Okay, now, you must take this nine degree difference between the air temperature reading and the wind chill temperature into account when dressing for the cold. Now, 
If you dress 10 degrees warmer than the air temperature, okay, 32 degrees, you'd be dressing at 42 degrees, you'd be 19 degrees underdressed because that windshield temperature is 23 degrees. That's the difference between walking comfortably and being miserable. And there's nothing worse than being miserable when you're out on the walk. Now, in the show notes, I'll have a link to the National Weather Service and to a video that I made on dressing in layers to help you uh, understand the different layers and how to dress for any type of cold weather. Now, when you first begin getting out to walk, you should take notes on what you wore for each walk and also note the temperature and wind chill or heat index that's out there. Now, over time, you will build a walking logbook of information and clothing options. Now, I take notes on what I walk based on the weather conditions. And after doing this for some time, I know exactly what to wear based on the weather conditions, temperature, wind, rain, snow, sleet, sunburn index, heat index, etc. This takes the guesswork out of dressing and you'll be comfortable every time you walk. It's a must to check the real feel in the summer and the wind chill index in the winter and know exactly what to wear to stay comfortable during your walks. Simply noting what you wore will make it easier the next time those conditions come up. Now, tip number five is what essentials should you carry when you walk? Now, at the very least, you should always carry your cell phone and be sure the in-case-of-emergency information is filled in. As a safety precaution, you can never be too prepared. And the time it saves EMS personnel may be the difference between getting the help you need and not getting it in time. Now, I'll leave a link to my video in case of emergency medical ID, and it's part of my walking tip of the day series. Now, I'm a big believer in carrying water, even on my short walks. Water is one of the key components of a healthy diet and long-term weight loss undertaking. It not only nourishes your body by keeping your cells hydrated, but it fills your stomach so that you are less hungry. Drinking eight glasses of water per day is a good rule of thumb if you wish to maintain a properly functioning body, and this is a general guideline. Now, if you're sweating while walking, you'll need to add more water intake throughout your walk and during the day. Now, I have a hip pack with a water bottle holder that carries about 20-ounce uh, reusable bottle. If it's really hot, I'll put an extra 16-ounce bottle inside the pack. I'd rather have it on me than not. And I'll link to another video I have. It's called uh, How Much Water You Should Drink Every Day. Safety Equipment. If you think you'll be walking in the dusk of the early evening or into the darkness, then you must carry a flashlight or headlamp and reflective vest. Now, at night, these two objects may save your life. Now, I'm not exaggerating about saving your life. Just think about how often you've driven in the car and how often you'll pass someone walking on the side of the road dressed in dark colors. Think about how difficult it was to see them until you are nearly on top of them. Now, 74% of pedestrian fatalities occur during dark conditions with or without artificial lighting. If this sounds like a lot to carry, then wear a simple hip pack with you. They're lightweight and allow you to carry water and everything you will need to thoroughly enjoy your walking experience. I found a pack that is so comfortable, I barely feel it. Now, I'll leave a link in the show notes to the pack that I carry. Now, what I carry on my walks and why. Now, in my pack, I carry earbuds, a pen, paper, reading glasses, and any other items I might need during my walk. I have my water bottle and headlamp, light reflective vest, uh, usually a power bar, and other stuff that I like to carry all the time. Now, 
What will you listen to when you walk? The personal development possibilities are endless. There are podcasts, music, audiobooks, affirmation audio tracks, and your own thoughts. Also, your walking time is a great time to catch up with family and friends. And once you're out the door and walking, you can start enjoying the benefits of walking. Number six, the mindset benefits of walking. Well, there's the stress reduction. Walking helps ward off anxiety and feelings of depression. Walking boosts self-esteem. It improves your sleep and increases your creativity and problem-solving ability. Now, how does walking do all this? Walking releases four vital neurotransmitters that impact your motivation, productivity, creativity, and well-being. Those neurotransmitters are endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. So why is this so important? Well, neurotransmitters transmit electrical signals within the nervous system. And each of these neurotransmitters plays a specific role in your emotional state. Now, endorphins are natural pain and stress fighters. Stress and pain are leading factors in the release of endorphins. Endorphins interact with the opiate receptors in the brain to reduce the perception of pain. Endorphins act similarly to drugs such as morphine and codeine, but without addiction or dependence. So, endorphins are released to decrease the feeling of pain. The secretion of endorphins leads to feelings of euphoria, modulation of appetite, the release of sex hormones, and the enhancement of the immune response. Endorphin release varies among individuals. Also, foods such as chocolate or chili peppers can enhance the secretion of endorphins. A dopamine is another neurotransmitter released when walking. Dopamine motivates you to take action. It is responsible for the surge of reinforcing the feelings of pleasure and reward you get when you take action towards accomplishing a goal. Remember all the times you had that sudden eureka moment when the light bulb goes off in your head as you hit upon the breakthrough idea of an elusive problem. These feelings is the dopamine working its magic on your well-being. A study of lab rats revealed just how vital dopamine is to your taking action. Now, rats with low levels of dopamine always opted for an easier option and less reward or food. Those with higher dopamine levels exerted the effort needed to receive double the amount of food. Now, the next neurotransmitter released is called serotonin. That controls your mood and is responsible for happiness. It helps regulate when you sleep and wake, helps you think, maintain your mood, and control your sexual desire. Serotonin is released when you feel significant. Most antidepressants focus on the production of serotonin. Now, your brain has trouble telling the difference between what is real and what you imagine, so it produces serotonin in both cases. Reliving and reflecting on past achievements will cause the brain to produce serotonin. Now, more ways to, relate, to raise your serotonin levels are affirmations, positive self-talk, gratitude, positive reflection, and sunlight's UV rays promote vitamin D and serotonin production. All of these things you can do while you're out on your walk. Another main neurotransmitter that gets released when you walk is oxytocin. Oxytocin is the glue that binds together healthy relationships. Oxytocin release creates intimacy trust, and strengthens relationships. It's often referred to as the cuddle hormone. Now, a simple way to keep oxytocin flowing is to hug someone. Just make sure they want to be hugged. 
Research is still limited, but a few small studies have found evidence to suggest music can help boost oxytocin levels in your body. Okay, so this is from John Medina's Brain Rules. The act of walking makes you more productive. Now, exercise improves cognition for two reasons. Exercise increases oxygen flow into the brain, and exercise reduces brain-bound free radicals. One of the most exciting findings of the past few decades is that an increase in oxygen is always accompanied by an uptick in mental sharpness. Exercise acts directly on the molecular machinery of the brain itself. It increases neurons creation, survival, and resistance to damage and stress. Number seven, know your walking routes. Over the years, I've developed a go-to list of about 20 walking routes of various distances and difficulty. This makes it easy to pick a distance or how much time I want to walk. Then I just look at my list for the walk that I want to do. Having this list as a start point also makes it easy to modify the route to add new sections or more or less distance to it. Uh, I like to be out for a walk that's more than an hour. I like that to be my minimum. Now, typically... I like to get out for at least five miles. Um, it took time to build up to this distance after my back injury, and now it's a very comfortable walk, and it's a, a good walk that I feel um, I've accomplished something. Now, on my current list, there are two 10-mile walking routes and a long 20-mile route that I try to do a few times a year. Now, I have this great five-mile fitness route that has four big hills along the way, and I have my spots where I do my push-ups and other body weight exercises. This is my fitness route, and it's a tough walk. So you can design your walking routes to suit the workout that you need to do on a particular day. And number eight of the 10 quick steps you can take to get out the door is to add a motivational element to your walks. And what I mean, what I mean by this is to add something where you keep a log and a track of the miles that you walk. Now, you track the miles for your walk, your route, what you wore, and any thoughts and insights that come to you. Now, I did something interesting a few years ago. In fact, it started in 2004. And I began a virtual walk around the United States. Well, initially, it actually started as a virtual run to Key West. This is when I was a runner. So from Palisades Park, New Jersey to Key West, Florida. And I would track my miles uh, in my logbook and then put it on a map in my classroom as I'm, I'm a high school teacher. And I'd Photoshop myself in pictures along the way just to have fun with the kids with this. And I try to convince them that I was actually running to Florida. Well, that morphed into a walk around, the, a run around the United States. Then I eventually walked after I stopped running due to my back injury. Um, I finally completed the walk in June of 2020, which coincided with the pandemic and COVID and all of that nonsense. And, um, it was really a letdown because I had big plans to have students walk with me from the George Washington Bridge to my high school. Uh, and I basically finished the walk in isolation and uh, yeah, really a letdown. Anyway, on my website, I have a blog post called My Virtual Walk Around the United States. You can check that out. I'll leave a, a link in the notes. It was a lot of fun doing it. Just the end was a letdown. But having this goal of ultimately walking around the United States it was, about, it was over 11,000 miles. It got me off the couch on days when, you know, I was watching TV. I, do I really need to go out today? And I said, oh, let me get a few more miles in on my walk around the United States. So having some other kind of motivational tool to get you out there is really a big help. 
Now, number nine in these small steps to get out the door is what I call my mid-walk turnaround. Now, as I tease in the introduction, you might wonder why I take along pen, paper, and reading glasses when I'm out walking. And it's this mid-walk turnaround. This is my favorite motivational tool. It's where I plan to stop midway through my walk, especially my long walks. If I'm out there for seven miles, at about the three and a half mile mark, I'll plan out to be a coffee shop, either Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, a local place, or a diner. And all the thoughts that I had in that first part of my walk, I pull out the paper, pen, and I start writing. Um, Sometimes I call it a mind dump. Sometimes it's just an outline of something I need to do. But I find the creative time when I'm out walking, the ideas are flowing. All those neurotransmitters are popping. And this is my absolute favorite time and the biggest uh, motivation to get me out the door is I know something good is going to come out of it. So if you're the creative type, your walking time will have the ideas flowing. If you don't think you're the creative type, keep an open mind to your thoughts and drop them down over coffee. You'll be pleasantly surprised at the thoughts and ideas that come to you during the walk. So send me an email at frank at walkingforhealthandfitness.com. Tell me how creative you are while you're out walking. And lastly, number 10, other considerations in preparing to get out the door. I use mapitpedometer.com. It's an online map and tracking um, website where you can put points along your local city streets or towns and it'll give you the mileage. So you can help plan, you can plan out your walks that way. I also use Google Earth, and to check out the terrain, I check I, I click the 3D mode, and this helps me know the mileage markers to different places, whether it's a place to stop for coffee, a place I could use a bathroom, a place to chill out, such as a park or near a, a stream. And um, I use different apps on my iPhone to track mileage. My current app right now is Map My, Map My Walk. I use the walk setting in the workout setup, and at the end of my walks, I save the walk, give it a name, and the app shows me a summary of my my route on a map. It gives me details such as distance, pace, average pace, calories burned, steps, and elevation gain. Then I can easily share my walk on social media with a click of a button. The Map My Walk app is free, and I'll leave a link in the show notes for this. And in the program introduction, I mentioned that Walking for Health and Fitness is a website I run. For my website audience, I created a get-out-the-door checklist that goes over the main topic of this podcast. That's the benefits of being prepared to get out on a walk. Now, when you sign up to receive the checklist, I'll also send you for free my walking inspiration newsletter. This is information I put out to my audience before it gets into my videos and website. I release the Walking Inspiration newsletter quarterly with the change of season. Now, as an added podcast bonus, you can download the first two chapters of my first book, Walking for Health and Fitness, the easiest way to get in shape and stay in shape. It's been featured as a bestseller on the Amazon.com walking list. I'm very proud of that book. So I'll leave a link in the description where you can download all three bonus features of this first podcast. And do me a favor and hit the subscribe button and please share this podcast on your social media so that we can reach more walking enthusiasts. Thank you. And in this week's walking product of the week, I feature a waste pack and bottle holder for runners, 
walkers, hiking, and it's a hydration belt. It's by Yoto. It's available at Amazon.com. Now, this is the perfect size waste pack. It holds up to a 27-ounce water bottle, has three separate pockets to hold my glasses, pen, paper, power bar, reflective vest, headlamp, and a host of other items I like to carry with me on my walk. It fits real comfortably around the waist. I don't even know that I have it on. I'll leave a link in the description. Now, back in December of 2022, I released my fourth walking theme book. It's the Walking Logbook Journal. Now, I wanted this book to be more than just pages of grids to record walking mileage. Okay, I, I, um, They call them a low-content book. I did not want that. I wanted this to have purpose and meaning for the reader. So uh, I designed the book to have a weekly insight or lesson. Okay. Now, in every episode of the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast, I'll cover a different walking insight from the book. So this week's insight is how to start a walking exercise program. Now, starting a walking exercise program is as easy as putting one foot in front of the other. Start slowly and gradually. Work your way up, increasing the distance you walk. As a beginner, aim for a certain amount of time, then set your watch and go. Enjoy the walking journey. It's well worth the effort. So some things you need to do first a warm-up. Now, the biggest mistake most athletes make is stretching cold muscles. You will stretch after your walk. Doing a warm-up before you walk is easy, takes less than five minutes, and I've included a video of my warm-up routine on the resource page of the book. It's available on Amazon.com. The walk itself. You can walk almost anywhere. The important thing is that you walk. Now, some suggestions on where you can walk. Well, walk in your neighborhood. You know the terrain and the people. And by walking, you will get to know more people. I've met many new friends just by walking the same routes over the past few years. You can walk in a local park with a walking path. Parks are quiet, not crowded, have very little traffic to worry about. You can walk on a school track. This is an excellent option as you have a stable, flat surface. And you can walk up and down the bleachers to get your heart rate up. After you walk, do a brief cool down. It's similar to the warm-up routine. And then you'll do some very light stretching. Walking does not require that you stretch your muscles much. Um, the act of walking will actually stretch them out. But uh, there's more details in the Walking for Health and Fitness book about the stretching routine. The Walking Logbook Journal is available in paperback at Amazon.com. There's 52 weeks of insights and then 52 pages where you can track your weekly, your daily miles and add up your weekly miles. There's space for you to write notes. There's space for you to write your thoughts. And that was the type of book I wanted. I did not want a low content book. Check it out on, on Amazon. I think you'll really like it. And now it's time to close out this first episode of Walking for Health and Fitness podcast. We'll do a little summary here in this episode. I discussed the need to be prepared by having your walking gear stored in a central location, ready and waiting for you to quickly put on and get out the door. As you get dressed to walk, give thought to what you want to accomplish during your walking time. Knowing this will make it easier to get out the door, and you'll be highly motivated and in your best frame of mind. The preparation includes knowing the weather conditions, the real feel or wind chill, your walking route, having water with you, and as I recommend, a uh, mid-walk turnaround place to put pen to paper, all your thoughts down to good use. When you prepare to walk, think about your why, the reason you're going out for a walk today. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If so, be sure to leave the podcast a review 
to help other walking enthusiasts. This is Frank from Walking for Health and Fitness. Thank you for listening and walk on. And this is Frank again. Please hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when I release new episodes. Also, please share the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast on your social media. Subscribers make creating this podcast possible. Then give the Walking for Health and Fitness podcast a review. That will really help more people find the show so they can learn about the awesome benefits of walking and so much more. And if you'd like to share the show, you can take a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Walking for Health and Fitness so I can see that you are listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast and please share on all your social media. I'll leave my social media links in the show notes so you can send any questions that you may have to me. This is Frank again for Walking for Health and Fitness. Thank you for listening and walk on.